Jump. Broader. Game. Inclusive. United. Real. Footy. Tackling. The issues. Behind the game. Broader. Game. Hey guys and girls, it's that time of the fortnight. You're listening to the Broader Game podcast. This week, surprise, surprise, we're going to change things up. Newcastle Knights and Queensland Maroons fullback Caelan Ponga is our special guest, but we're stripping it back. We're not going to talk about rugby league. I know, interesting. Stay tuned, he's on very soon. I also swap Alicia for a very special co-host today. Uh, Don't stress, Alicia will be in to deliver on this day. We answer your questions in fanfare. It's my turn to test Alicia in Guess Who. Don't forget, she is losing and I am winning. And we'll wrap up today with our hot take. Okay, he's in studio with me now, the 2017 Nikon Walkley Photo of the Year Award winner and our NRL lead photo man, Grant Treville. Thank you for coming on the Broader Game. Thanks for having me. That sounds awesome when you say it. You are actually a big deal. Can I get that in writing, please? I will write that one down for you. We are recording, so that is going to be saved and NRL need to give you a pay rise. Um, I'll get that in writing too. (laughs) In a nutshell, tell me who you are. Oh, well, uh, my name's Grant Treville, but as you probably know, um, everyone calls me Chucky. So it's a bit of confusion there. There's like two people going around the NRL taking photos. Maybe Grant's they're both like me. The, um, the inner devil that comes out after That's a the, few drinks. That's the email, office emailer. <laughs> um, but yeah, I'm the lead photographer for the NRL. Um, currently, I was just talking to Nikki outside. Of, actually, this is my 20th season of photographing NRL. So there wow. you go. Times have changed. We'll get into that yes. a little later. Uh, now, we've got you on to talk photos because there's an NRL player who's pretty keen on photography. Who could it be? Look, I'm not sure, but he's on the line. Callum Ponga, we know you're a busy man. Thanks for joining us. Thanks for having me. I'm a bit of a nobody compared to Chuck after all that. Yeah, look, Chuck, the, uh, thanks, Callum. It's a little later on who was on board, but um, yeah, no, it's good to be on. Thank you. No worries. I'm going to do this again with you guys. I love it. It is fun. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, KP, for people tuning in, in a nutshell, who are you? Uh, My name's Calvin Ponger. I play for the Newcastle Knights. Um, It's my third season in the NRL. Um, Yeah, and outside of footy, I love my photography, and that's probably, I guess, why I get to be on board of this, this podcast alongside Chucky. And me. Oh, yeah, and you, and you, sorry. Yeah, yeah. And you. So, um, <laughs> but, yeah, that's me in a nutshell, pretty much. I heard K- KB um, say you were busy there. What, can you tell us what you're doing right now? Um, right now, yeah, it's a, it's, a busy, it's a busy and hard life. I'm in my backyard um, on a nice little beanbag just chilling out. So that's what, that's what I get to get off. up to when I'm busy. Shirts, Shirts off. off. That's perfect. Um, with my roommate, Connor, so... Wow. Um, yeah, it's pretty. It's a pretty tough life. Hard life of an NRL footballer. <laughs> well, we, it is hard. <laughs> we might de- delve into that actually, because you brought up um, Connor. I, I've been lucky to, you know, come up to Newcastle a few times and visit you guys, take some photos there, and I'm very envious of your lifestyle there. So tell us a little about it. Uh, um, yeah, well, we've, we've lived together for two uh, a year now. Um, I moved in about this time last year. Um, yeah, he was living on his own for pretty much the whole year and, and didn't have anyone in the team, I guess, that needed a place to stay or was looking to move out. Um, and I, I wasn't really looking to move out either. Um, but when he said to, to move in, I was like, I mean, it can't be that bad. It can't be that hard. Um, so I moved timing. in. Perfect timing. Um, 
he became single. That sort wow. of helped. Um, <laughs> Can we then, change the subject? <laughs> single life on Newcastle. And then, and then we, um, yeah, so we've been together for a year, um, living in a in his house, and it's, yeah, it's, it's been pretty fun. So people who don't know, Connor Watson is also your Newcastle Knights teammate. So yeah. you, you mentioned he's single. So is this like one big party house in Newcastle? Um, no, no, we don't. We don't party here. Oh, we, okay, um, sorry. We've got you know we're very professional with what we do. Um, early bedtimes, lots of healthy food, power raids, um, yoga, power raids, yep. yoga. Yeah, we're all about that life. Um, <laughs> have been for a year. Um, but yeah, no, it's just us too, so it's cause it is heaps of fun. Living the dream. Living the dream. Trying to. All right, so we'll get into photography though. Um, you recently started up your Instagram page, Kaylin P Photo. Tell us, how did you get into it? Why do you like photography? Um, I think I started like a while ago. I've always sort of played around with photos. I had a GoPro, I think my mum and dad bought me one when I was, I think everyone had a GoPro, but. Um, yeah, I had one when I was like 16 and then just played around the photos on that. Um, when we started off, we started off a clothing brand um, about a year ago that fell under. <laughs> but um, it was, I bought a camera sort of to, um, so I could take pretty good photos of the brand and to promote the brand and, and create some content. Um, so that's when I bought my first camera and then I just sort of realised that like I love, I just love taking photos and just, I do it pretty much every day. Like I take a photo of something every day. So um, where I want to go with my photography, I probably don't know yet, um, but I'm still keen to learn and that's probably just what I'm doing at the moment. Well, yeah, I have noticed, I've, I've you know, I follow your photos quite a lot um, and I, I reckon your lifestyle kind of, just suits your photography. You like to go to the beach. You like to follow your mates around. Yeah, yeah. And, um, yeah. What What do you What do you like to shoot better? Do you like shooting those vibes at the beach, or do you like people? Um, that's what bit of both. I sort of thought because when I first opened up the Instagram page, I was going to do prints. Um, so I I bought like I went out. And I was taking photos of the beach and like more scenic sort of photos. Um, like like you said, with my lifestyle, I'm always around the boys. Um, I'm always around people, um, connecting with different people. I'm always out and about, like I'm hardly ever home. Um, so I thought like a, I like taking photos of people and, and their expressions and um, where we are and stuff like that. I'd love to do like events, um, whether it was a wedding or something like that. I think that would be an awesome experience, but um, it's probably just more people, portraits and stuff like that. So do you take your camera everywhere? Pretty much, yeah. I, I used to take it to breakfast, like if we eat out at breakfast, but you can only take so many photos of the boys eating breakfast. So, um, yeah, I do take it everywhere, like toys with me. So, I think at first I was a bit um, not not scared, but people would see me with my camera, and I don't know if they'd look at me weirdly because it's me or if it's because me with a camera. So, story of my um, life. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. you, get, you get that sort of weird look when you're holding a camera. People are like, you know, what's he what's he doing, sort of thing. Um, and it's pretty hard for me to blend in. So people are like, oh, what's he doing with the camera? So, um, but I don't really mind now. Like I take it everywhere. Um, I think people know that I'm into it. So, like it, he doesn't really bother me. Well, I think that shows in, in your mates. It looks like your mates are pretty comfortable with you holding yeah. the camera and you're getting some cool shots of them. Yeah, they um, they become my dummies, my guinea pigs. Like if I think of something, they'll they're all willing to sort of jump in 
in front of something or stand here and stand there, and, which is awesome that I have mates like that. They all love a good Instagram pic for sure. Exactly, the boys that mind the photos themselves. Hey, is it a good distraction for you too, Cullen? Yeah, I reckon it is. It's one of those things where um, you've got to get out of the house to sort of do it. Um, we don't have to, but it you know it, it makes you want to get out of the house. Uh, I've got a mate down here as well, Tex Foy, who's in the um, Q-Cup side, who loves it as well. So um, if, if he wants to go shoot or... He's got an idea, then we sort of butt heads and, and go and do it. So it is. It's one of those things where you have to get out of the house, which is good. It's a good escape. I, I, um, you know, ninety nine percent of my photography now is NRL based, as you know. So following yeah. people like yourself and some of those other um, lifestyle photographers, is, I use it as an escape just to look at it and stuff like that. So I can only imagine what it'd be like to just go around and yeah, capture those moments. But, yeah, um, twenty twenty years in the. Twenty years in a row. Well, I was just—it all looked the same these days, wouldn't it? Well, I was just talking to KB about it. Actually, it's the involvement of of it's been crazy. I started in nineteen ninety nine. Black and white photos. Well, I'm (laughs) I'm actually I'm old now. I finished school in nineteen ninety nine, and then I um, did work experience with a company that was um, had the contract to the NRL at the time. It was called Action Photographics. So I was actually playing footy on the weekends and then I'd go and shoot a game in, in the night or the afternoon and it used to be film back then. So we'd have a bum bag, bum bag really? full of film and we'd That'd go to the hard. game, shoot the game. We'd probably shoot about 10 to 20 rolls of film, some games, and we'd have to write on the film, oh, yeah, there's a try on here somewhere or, you know, yeah. that kind of thing. And then we'd after the game, collect our films, get in the car, drive back to the office and then put the film in the developer wait for it to develop for about an hour, then take it over to the light box, circle circle our favourite images, and then we'd scan it and then email it off to clients like the clubs and the papers and stuff like that. So we'd be leaving the office at about 3 a.m. Um, <laughs> so oh, my gosh. it's pretty crazy. And then yeah. bringing us to now, today, we're, as you know, we're on the sideline, take a sh- shot of a try, we run straight to our computer, it's uploaded on our portal. Social media okay. guys are posting it within a minute of the try, so... Times have changed. Wow. Um, yeah, but not only that, like it used to be just, you know, basic game coverage. And again, as you know, I've done it with yourself. We've got a much better access to the players now. Players, mm, yeah. are, players are a bit more keen these days to get involved and try some new shots and portraits and stuff. So, yeah, it's evolved a lot over 20 years from what I've seen. And, yeah, it keep, keeps me um, – I'm never in the same place, which is, which is great. Yeah, so, yeah that's yeah. good. Have you used yeah. film? I haven't. I've always sort of, uh, yeah, wanted to. I've got a friend um, that's got got a film camera, but I've just never sort of picked one up. Okay. Right. I'll show you how to do it. <laughs> yeah, there we go. We've I got think to... I hung on to my light box. Uh, really? And developed it. <laughs> yeah, they are pretty cool. They make the, the vibe of the photo um, that they produce is pretty cool. Well, I, I, said, I said to KB at the start that your some of your images would suit it a lot. Like You get that real grainy feel to some of those old 35 yeah. cameras. And yeah, I just... I'm going to load one up for you and give you give you a little mission. Okay. Ooh, I like that. Yep. We've got to tee something up a bit bit later. Maybe, <laughs> Kaylin, you can go on a shoot with Chucky or something. I'd love that. Oh, you're, you're quite the curious um, kind of guy. Chucky was mentioning that before the podcast. Have you got any questions you want to ask the great man? We'll probably come on. Um, oh, I've got a question uh, for you. <laughs> come, Hit me. Come on the sideline and why don't you photograph one of your... Uh, Opposing teams. I take photos of their feet. 
Um, <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah. Um, but um, yeah, I'll have that. Um, That'd be cool. Well, it's pretty cool. I, like I, I'll get I, some I, terrible shots of there. Mate, you only need one good one. Yeah, you do only need one. <laughs> Every one from 100. But I hopefully you're in the finals. So we'll have yeah. to delay that for a long time. In the preseason. Yeah, maybe preseason. Hey, what do you reckon about the NRL photographers though? Like, is it something that you've thought of doing post-career? I know you said you don't really know where you want to take your photography. Yeah. But is sports photography, you're more, you're more lifestyle by the sounds of it, hey? Yeah, yeah, I'm probably more lifestyle. I don't think... I mean, like, I do enjoy taking photos, um, and at the moment, any photo, as long as it's, like, a cool one, and, it, you know, when you take a photo, you can just um, feel something about it. Like, I don't know if I, I would want to do sports photography, though, um, but, like, right now, I'd be, I'd be more than interested in, in trying it, um, especially if I had Jackie sort of leading me and telling me what to do. I'm pretty inexperienced, so I reckon I'd be pretty bad, but... Um, yeah, I'm pretty open to anything at the moment. Um, and where I want to go with it, I still don't know. Well, the best thing about it is um, bringing your own take to it. So we've got, a, we've got like 20 photographers that work for us now, the NRL, covering wow. the games and stuff Ooh. like that. And the best thing is everyone, I can tell who shot the game by looking at the photos. Everyone's got a slightly different style. And, you know, yeah. I enjoy people bringing their style to the sport, which is, that's helped us evolve. I'm just thinking KP's photos. <laughs> His style is feet. Yeah, right. <laughs> But, um, uh, <laughs> we did catch you out with that moth. Oh, yeah, I'm uh, sorry, I had to give it to social. Oh, like this so is funny. brilliant. Yeah, I'm glad, <laughs> I'm glad you found it funny. <laughs> For those who don't know, Kalen um, had an incident with a moth, a run-in after uh, the night's game. It was last big. Weekend. It was big moth. <laughs> it was caught on camera and uh, it was embarrassing. If, but it, was if funny. it makes you feel better, on, when we're on the sideline, some of the stadiums that the moths oh, nearly knock yeah. you over. There's, they're huge. Yuck. No, well, I'm not going then. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not doing that. I'm not shooting yeah. with you, sorry. It's, it's all good. Uh, I'll, I'll get one of those um, bee helmets. Get me something. But I, I know you're just saying, like, you know, when you sort of get the feel, you know you've got a good shot. and Like, similar to, to us, we might get something on the field and we know it's a good shot straight away, so we'll run over and take it. Yeah. Um, have you got a favourite shot that you've taken? What's your favourite? Um, I get asked that all the time. That's why I, I'm going to ask it this time. Do you have, do you have your favourite shot? Uh, it keeps changing. I, you know, <laughs> I, yeah, it's hard to say. NRL-wise, I, I do like that one of... Um, Paul Gallen and ET that we got at the 2016 Grand Finals probably probably the, meant the most to me. You but, have um, but yeah, it's, hard, it's yeah. so hard to narrow down. But it keeps changing. But what about we're talking about you here? Stop, stop deflecting. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we, I want to play you. Um, I don't know. Actually, that's a good question. I probably, I think I probably, uh, I'd have to find one and maybe send it through. But not that, not that one that comes up, comes to mind. Is there one on your gram that you really like at the moment? Um, I can tell you I like my favourite shot of yours. <laughs> yeah, fair enough. Yeah. Oh, well, you probably know the one I'm talking about. I like I like those um, the slow shutter surfing shots. I think they're always yeah. pretty, pretty nice. Like you know, if you're thinking for the wall or just to give you some nice peaceful vibes at home. So I like that one you've got of the mouth there. Yeah, I saw that one. That, yeah, I know what you mean. That one. Yeah, that one was pretty cool. <laughs> See, even then, like I was playing around with the slow shutter, I didn't realise just the the, yeah. yeah, well, there's one tip I've got for you. I'll show you how to clean it. Exactly. So, oh, this <laughs> it's is all so learning nice. on the go. It's all yeah. learning on the go. But, um, yeah, um, 
You well, what about things like that? What about have you got a shot or a, even a location? Like people always ask me, what you know, what's um, my bucket, bucket list, list shot or something like that. But I sort of tend to sort of say location, like where I'd love to go and just explore. Is there somewhere? I know you're exploring all the time, so is yeah. there a country or a place um, that you'd love to go check out? I don't know if it's um, location. Probably just colours that are in the shot, um, like like the nice greens. Um, Basically, if you're in a forest, that sort of those sort of colours. Um, I enjoy shooting. Like I don't really like going and shooting street photography. Um, I just I just don't really. It's not that I don't like it, but it's I just like the colours of um, like trees and and stuff like that. So probably anywhere the, where the Amazon. Goes. Yeah, like that sort of stuff. Yeah, beautiful. You get a sponsored trip there for sure. <laughs> kind of, kind of, yeah, come on, um, come on, take me on a trip. Well, let's, okay, uh, can you check with your sponsors if they can send me and Kaylin to the Amazon and we'll come back with a little gallery. <laughs> My sponsors? Yeah. I've got no sponsors. Kaylin, check with your sponsors. Someone, Nickin, or someone. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Hey, before we let you go, um, Chucky, I just want to yeah. hear like a story, a funny story that you may have experienced in your photography journey over 20 years. Surely you got one. Well, I've got a lot actually. Yeah. Um, Evolving players and stuff, but actually, I'll tell you, there's one that comes to mind. Um, I was talking to someone out the front just before about um, after '99. You probably remember. Were you even alive, Kalen, in 2000? I don't even know. <laughs> I was '98. Oh, so so young. Um, well, I, I was lucky enough to work at um, the Olympics, Sydney 2000 here, and no. the company that was doing the NRL. We teamed up with um, a French company called. Corbus and anyway my role ended up being developing the film because I was so you know used to it from um, doing it for the NRL so um, basically all week I was just developing films so there'd be 50 photographers just come in throughout the day and just dump their films on my desk develop this you know develop that so for the whole you know, 10 days I was um, developing to 3 3am 3 in the morning and then um, the last day they sort of let me um do some photos and I shot a baseball event and then anyway at the end of the end of the Olympics they gave me some um, bo- corporate box tickets to the closing ceremony they said do you want to photograph it or do you want to go watch it? I said oh, I'll just go watch I'd love to see it and um, anyway I got up started watching the ceremony and about five minutes in I was just like oh my god I'm so tired I'm just gonna go home and, you know watch it on TV with some of my mates or something like that so I just Bailed out the back door, got on a bus. They had buses going to and from, and I was getting on at Shark Park. They would go to and from the Olympics every day. So got on the bus. Um, anyway, I had a little nap on the bus, and then I got to Shark Park, and the bus driver woke me up. I woke up to him sort of shaking me, and he said, um, hey, mate, mate, is this, is this your stop? I just noticed a bag. I was about to go back to the depot. I was like, oh, yeah, it's me, Shark Park. So I got up, and he goes, when did you get on? And I was like, oh, about 8 o'clock. And it was the time was three twenty, so he goes, mate, you have what? done eleven trips to Homebush and back. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> I was so tired that I just slept on the bus for like what? five, five hours or something. Do that? <laughs> just because I was working late every night, and then so I missed the closing ceremony. I missed my ma- I missed everything, and then um, lucky you saw my bag. I was just gonna. I would have been asleep in the depot and woke up in the, like in the some bus. Oh, somewhere. that <laughs> so is like, brilliant. That yeah, is that's a pretty funny one. Work life. Far out. You got anything? You got any funny stories taking photos, KP? No, no. Have any awkward incidents? I do it in a safe environment. 
I'm not going to be asleep for No public hours. transport. No, the hard, nah. Always, nothing funny with my photography. Oh, that's all right. Hey, thanks so much for joining us. We'll let you go because, like you said, busy day on that beanbag at home, <laughs> chilling out. Um, and I know apply some sun cream. <laughs> yeah. oh. We're not going to talk footy, but good luck against Manly on Saturday. It's a big one for Thank you guys. You. No Thank worries. You. I'll, I'll chat to you out. I'll see you on Saturday. Yeah, we'll Thank both you see then. you Saturday. Good, good luck. All right, mate. Have a good one. See you, KP. Bye. All right, Caelan Ponga there from the Newcastle Knights. A really interesting insight uh, on photography and just a distraction away from rugby league. But also, Grant, a.k.a. Chucky, thank you so much for coming on. That was great. I mean, I don't know what to ask photographers, but that was Either just do I, actually. great insight. <laughs> yes, you do. You, you automatically, like, you two were just sort of bouncing off each um, other. I was just throwing the questions that I always get. Yeah. I guess. But it's it's such um, a, just something a bit different because we always hear about footy, 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 and you know KP such a big name in the game at the moment. So it's cool to see him have that hobby outside and something that you can relate to. Yeah, well, especially these days, like a lot of a couple of the older players used to um, be interested in too. I remember when I was yeah. shooting Brad Fittler playing, he used to love photography. He yeah. used to come and ask us all the time about oh, it. Oh, great. Yeah, and he still does. Yeah. But um, they didn't have an avenue or an outlet for it. So now these guys have got Instagram and social media where they can put their work up and share their you know, hobbies or whatever. So, yeah, yeah, I reckon it's cool. Love it. Yeah. Well, thank you so much for coming on the broader game as well. We'll let you take off because you've got a big weekend of rugby league. Starting tonight. Starting tonight. Robbie 300. <gasps> 301. Okay. But 300. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Chucky. No worries. Thanks for having me. Well, well, well. Look well. who it is. Hello you there. to rock up. Yeah, well, I was really. Um, I just wanted to sit back and listen to what Kaylin had to say about his photography. I'm, oh. a, I'm a budding photographer myself, and I wanted to take it all in and uh, just admire uh, a future immortal. Wow, <laughs> wow. Well, I hope you like sitting back and listening. You're on now. Are you ready? I'm ready. Alicia's I'm ready. back, everybody, for our listeners. Alicia is back on this day. Can you please? Give us something. I've got a pretty good one. Can okay. I just say August 1 is is real, like, it must be the time of the year, but talking about referees, and in 2004, Tony Archer is pelted with beer and rubbish as he leaves the SFS, the old Sydney football stadium, after the Knights beat Souths, 31-22. So, I mean, that's pretty extreme levels, but we've seen referees over the last few weeks cop a lot. You know, fan backlash, coaches are now yeah. into it. So it's just that time of the year, right? That's poor Tony. I mean, no one ever. People deserts. love beer, but yeah. Yeah, but that's so inappropriate. Like, could you ever imagine throwing something at another referee or another player when you're at a game? That's bad. There's some pretty crazy stories out there. Like, you see, you know, people with a result, they throw something at their television or, you know, break their whole plasma screen. A lot of it happens a lot overseas. Um, But, yeah, like, I can't imagine ever getting that fired up and angry over a result. I don't know, especially that. Like, that's just a regular round. I don't even think Souths would have been playing finals. It could have been a Knights fan. Not just saying it could have been a Souths fan, but... Must be something in the air. August 1. Because one. even at the moment, things are getting really heated. We saw Ivan Cleary have a chat to Ashley Klein in the tunnel, and that's all been um, – uh, there's been no action taken. We saw Michael Chamis and Dan Walsh write that article on NRL.com yesterday, so he's all safe. But it, it must be something in the air at this time of year when refs – players 
clubs. They're not getting their own way. Take it out on refs. I don't know. Thoughts? I'll give you a bit of an exclusive. Ooh. I won't mention <laughs> won't mention team or coach. But right. the other the other day I was working and basically media manager came into the press conference before the coach come in and said can you ask this question to this coach to try and so he he knew what was coming and he yeah. wanted to talk about that topic so he wanted you to bring it up just so he could then go on a, a bit of a tirade and I'm like you know you don't have to you can just watch the presses to try and work out who but that just goes to show how much there is a bit of you know that there's that relationship between the the coach and the media that can work in their advantage too because Massively. they could take you know the gloss off the result and it, it's just yeah it's it's one of those manipulative games sometimes always a game and for fans who have never watched a rugby league game who might be tuning in or uh, rugby league fans just don't forget coaches always have an agenda and they mm. always want to take the pressure off them so so interesting that you had that happen to you just recently last weekend it happens all the time oh well I think a few weeks ago the Bulldogs got beat by uh by Brisbane and obviously I wasn't in that press conference but but all Dean Pay wanted to talk about was you know the the, the referees and it was Belinda Sharp's night the first night and mm. they were just talking about um, basically how they'd never get the rub of the green. And I thought, I looked at the stats, I was like, you guys missed 50-odd tackles, completed at like 60%, and there was something else that they, they did poorly. And it was like, like surely surely you can't blame the rest on this occasion. But I think it's just a distractor, right? Like oh, it's massively. A, it's just one of those things that they do. Easy way out. All right, well, I love you on this day this week. Good Thanks, work. Mate. Thanks. Okay, fanfare. I like this. This is a chance where... Our listeners or fans can write us in a question on our Instagram at The Broader Game. So if you're not following us, make sure you give uh, give us a follow or you can talk to us on Twitter with the hashtag allabroad. Anutes91 is Alicia's Twitter handle and I'm Katie Brown Oz on Twitter and Instagram. You've got the same Pretty Instagram much. too. Yeah, I've got Anutes NRL, but that's just because I like some stuff private. So. Yeah. Whereas you're really open and out there, so you just chuck it all on your one, right? Okay. Is that... Is that a good thing? Well, your bungee jumping episode the other day, if people haven't oh. checked it out, jump on Instagram and have a look at a make a fool of herself. I feel like we're quite approachable. So if you did ever have a rugby league question, oh, yeah, we're slide pretty into our DMs, but keep it very appropriate, please. Mm. And that is why we have a few questions to answer. Tom795, his question is, who plays this year's grand final? Pick two in your opinion. Cheers. Who's your two, Alicia? Oh, that's tough. Uh, okay, well, mine is Storm Souths. Oh, there you go. That's interesting. Not much rivalry there between them, I don't think. Um, I, I can't – I could see the Roosters being there again and I'd like to think that Canberra, Roosters oh, Canberra, nice something different. Canberra. Like I, I love Melbourne's, but I just – I wish, you know, another year of them in the grand final just doesn't do it for me. Oh, maybe I want to change it. No, you've got you to tip with your head, not your heart. My my heart would say Raiders Souths. My head saying Melbourne Souths. My head, yeah, most – I'm thinking Melbourne Roosters again, okay. based on the current form. But I'd like to think in the next six weeks we see. No, it's it's you've got to talk about it right now. Mm. So you're Raiders Roosters, Raiders Roosters right now. I am South Storm. Lock it in, Eddie. Lock it in then. Okay, Tom seven nine five. Make sure you keep tuning in to our final round. Uh, Jerry Tanabir, I think that's how you say his last name. Which NRL player would you smash? I know. Crazy. If I knew that I wasn't going to break any bones 
or hurt myself in any way. Um, probably James Graham. He's the first name that comes in comes into my head. I think respect wise, I'd I'd love to be able to just tackle Tamalolo and like take him down and not let him getting over that that you know like that advantage line. Like that's the goal, right? So I reckon if you could if you could put a shot on him, it would be it would be rewarding, I yeah. suppose. But yeah. yeah, I hate. I mean, I played Oztag and touch footy growing up, and I hated contact. Like my brother's in the backyard, so yeah, I, I don't know how they do it week to week. To be honest, <laughs> too okay. much. Uh, Reese Carter, he's an NRL employee, actually. Shout out to Reese in the social team. Why is a prop called a prop? Now, this has opened a can of worms here at NRL.com. A prop is called a prop because they prop the scrum. And then, for anybody who doesn't know, every rugby league position is named um, after the scrum. So, lock, locks in the scrum. Hooker, hooks the ball. Um, there used to be inside, outside centre. This Wingers. is when the scrum was actually relevant, right? Exactly. Mm. So we are doing a podcast next and no one else who's listening take our idea because this is on NRL.com, the broader game first. We are copyright, doing... Copyright, copyright. Copyright right, right here, right now. We are going to recreate every single position and debate why the... Why I was going to say why the hell, but I don't think I say why the hell. Anyway, I've said it. We're talking about it off air though. Like I suggested an anchor, and you just laughed at me straight away. Yeah. So we've we've both got to agree on this. Actually, you can come up with your seventeen. Yeah, I'll yeah. come up with my and seventeen. My re- yeah, that's good. And we'll good. do a vote. Okay, great. Thanks for that, Reese, because you've really opened a can of worms. Last one, Brian the Adventure Cat. Now, this is a South's cat that runs an Instagram page. Interesting. Love it. Shout out to you, Brian. Uh, what rugby league teams do you both support growing up and why do you support that team? Go, Alicia. If you, if you don't already know. Yeah. It's well, pretty obvious. Grew up in Sydney's West, so that, that means that I support the Knights, bizarrely. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, yeah. <laughs> Geographically, that makes sense. Yeah. Not all good. I can think of back then, like my earliest memory, is 1997 Grand Final and I was out the front with my old man who had the radio going in the truck and we could hear, because I don't think the grand final was played back then like live or there was some, we didn't have a TV otherwise. And it was like, we don't want Manly to win, we want the Knights to win, like typical, you know, Westies. Yeah. And and then Manly had won the year before. And so when the Knights come back, I think they were trailing and then obviously they came back and, and won it. It was like mum ran outside and she's a Bulldogs fan, so like she didn't care either. She's like, oh, the Knights, you know, they've leveled or they've hit the lead or whatever she said, and and yeah, from there, like that's that's all I can really remember. And then um, my brothers played footy for the Eels, and um, I'd go off to games, and if they were playing the Knights, I just I love the colours, and yeah, that's it. Like it's boring, but it that's works. Not boring. And yeah, and I used to love just road tripping up to Newcastle and and watching games, and funny how something can trigger. My just... my room used to be blood red all the way, like half and half, and sea blue on the bottom. Like I have photos; wow. it's insane. Yeah, I'm sure. I'd love to go to fans' places and just check out their their houses and maybe that's something we need to look into. Yeah, I, I think it. Yeah. Okay. Well, uh, my team growing up were the Eels, and that was purely because I idolised my cousin, who's the same age as me, James, and he went for the Eels, but then. I changed. I now go for the Gold Coast Titans because they were the first NRL team I ever covered and I just have a real soft spot for them. And gosh, I hope they start to turn things around. They're really hard to support when they 
go so poorly. Uh, but they're both the same colours, so I figure I still I'm a bit of a two timer. Go for them both. But that's it. There's no real reason. My cousin did it, so I did it. Titans. Because when you're in this job, though, you just take the emotion out of it, right? Like, not nights can lose, and people can stir me up, and I'm like, really? Like, I, yeah. I just, you lose it. You just, because you, you, so you're always connected to other clubs too, and you, you know, you got to be professional around them. And like, I love going out to Penrith and talking to all the Penrith guys, and mm. love to see them do well too. You know, it's just, just part of the job. Yeah, you can't be biased. All right, uh, that's it for fanfare. Thanks so much for sending in your questions, uh, Tom, Jerry, Reese, and Brian. That was fantastic. Good sesh there. All right. Guess who? Mm. My turn to challenge you. Oh, yes. my gosh, that rhymes. That just, was good. I'm just going to sit sit here, stand here very patiently and just close my eyes and listen to the audio and ignore your face looking at me <laughs> and just give you an answer. Okay, okay. Well, before we do listen to the audio, for everybody tuning into their first edition of the broader game, this segment is where... Alicia and myself challenge each other weekly on different voices in the NRL. Uh, so far, they've all been players. We haven't used a rare for a coach. There's an no, idea you did. for another week. You cheated. Week. You used the CEO the second week. The second oh, week I did. I take that back. Of course. Cameron George, sucked in. You didn't get it right. Mm. Okay, I'm leading at the moment. Uh, Alicia is a long way behind, but let's listen to the audio and see if she can make a comeback. Definitely a big achievement for myself, but um, yeah, I haven't come there yet. Um, it's just the culture, um, you know, everyone gets along, everyone's a family, um, and also, you know, the coach and the staff, they, they all push you to improve and um, you know, be better than yourself. Any hints, Nikki? No. Anything? Alicia, think milestones. Oh, look, I already had it in mind, to be honest. Oh, okay, go. This is from a Sydney club, am I correct? I don't know, answer it. It is... He's playing his 150th this weekend. I recognise the voice because I spoke to him a couple of weeks ago. Isaac Liu. Yes! Yes! <laughs> oh, he's so lovely, by the way. He's he's a little legend. Boring? I so, mean, you're about to play your 150th and you talk like that's that, how, Isaac? But that's how he is. That's, I know. That's, that's how so many footballers are, though. He's so humble. No. I think There's I'm, a difference between being humble and boring. I think I'm catching up to you. I'm pretty sure it's like four or now. Four to three point no, five. No, it is not. Yes, it is. No, it is not. Yes, it is. No, it's not. We'll have this argument later because I did not tally this week's points, so we will have this discussion after. Oh, I, Congratulations. I, Fine, you've got a point. That's great. I got to get a next time now. <laughs> level, level this up. Okay, to wrap things up, we have our hot take of the week, and we did have a couple of fanfare questions who wanted us to answer uh, our top eight for finals, and this mm. was perfect timing. Because we have our top eight in mind. So my hot take after 20 rounds, or we're leading into round 20, I pick, this is in order as well. So my top eight, Storm, Souths, Roosters, Raiders, Manly, Sharks, Tigers, and Eels. Interesting. Yeah. What's I, your top eight? Well, I put it through the ladder predictor, which we're going we're gonna to talk about what? a little bit later. That's like cheating. You need to just pick your top but it's, eight. it's great because it... it tells you like on their points and what they're going to finish finish on you should try it. you probably won't even get that top eight if I you did, tried it no I did try it and uh I think the only difference was maybe the sharks weren't in it yeah yeah so I I've uh got storm south's roosters raiders manly so I don't think the top five will change based on yep. now and then I've got Parramatta to finish sixth um, the Knights finished seventh, 
which I might have put a bit of bias in there to try and bump them up. Yes. And uh, I got the Broncos to pip the Sharks only because of their their buy, uh, sorry, their draw that they had a couple of weeks ago against the Warriors. I think that will, will make them go ahead by the one point. Okay. So, yeah, it's going to be a very tight finish. And, and Penrith play the Knights in the last round, so we could be still waiting around 25 to to see who, who who goes in. Can't wait to see that. We will be talking round 25 to predict and find out. Yeah, but if anyone wants to jump online too, you can you can go on the nrl.com site and uh, ladder predictor. It's very, very easy to use. and It's kind of fun. You put in your your details and they bring up your profile and then they um, suss out your top eight for you. Everyone's top eight can be different. so You pick, pick your teams and pick who you think will win for the last five or six rounds and then uh, gives you an actual hypothetical ladder of what it could look like. Pretty cool. Good work, NRL. All right, that's us for another week. Done and dusted. Thanks for tuning into the broader game. Alicia Newton and Katie Brown will be back in another fortnight. We're going to do something a bit female-inspired in the next fortnight, but tune in for that one. You can find us on iTunes or wherever you find your podcasts. And make sure you start following us on the broader game on Instagram and interact with us. Okay, until next time. Bye. See you.